नमस्ते जय शिवाय टुडे आई एम गोइंग टू डिस्कस अ लॉन्ग पेंडिंग क्वेश्चन दैट आई गॉट फ्यू वीक्स अगो अबाउट हु कैन बी अ गुरु कैन एनीबडी बी अ गुरु सो टू अंडरस्टैंड द आंसर ऑफ दिस वी हैव टू डिग इन टू डिटेल्स ऑफ वॉट आर काइंड ऑफ स्टूडेंट्स कैन बी देयर बिकॉज इन थ्योरी दिस इज लाइक आस्किंग कैन एनीबडी बी अ टीचर येस एनीबडी हू कैन डू द टीचिंग कोर्स एंड दे कैन बी अ टीचर देन राइट फॉर चिल्ड्रन आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट बट देन इफ यू लुक इन टू क्लोजर डिटेल्स और इफ यू सी दैट not everybody actually is a very good teacher right so there are other aspects of someone's personality we can say okay that we have to factor in for example not everybody has a very good patience for teaching children imagine there are 25 to 40 kids in a class and all of them are talking or doing something not working this that and so much of mess kids can actually make around so then how do you decide whether somebody can be a teacher or not so it takes a lot of digging okay we have to look into lot of other details so forget about teaching right now for example let's start with how many types of students can be there that is the best way to understand who can or cannot be a guru and who is and is not a guru for a particular person right you are asking this as a student you are not trying to build some career into <laughs> being a guru <laughs> so i'm answering it from the student's perspective that we need to look into how many different kinds of students can be there so the first level or the category or whatever you want to call it let's call it first level of consciousness okay where there are worldly people and they are busy with their mundane life they are very busy in their jobs in building wealth for themselves fulfilling their desires and their desires and their karma is often fueled by those five bad chitravrittis that we have got so they have good enough moha or you can say raga and dvesha they have a lot of uh, abhinivesha fear of losing wealth of losing the loved ones of losing their face in front of the society a lot of those things are those kind of fears are there survival fear of survival is ultimately there too but at least nobody is you know torturing anybody let's say that so that kind of fear is still less in a lot of worldly people but still they they will rather not put themselves into that kind of a situation right so that's the first level the the guru spiritual guru is not needed by those those who are still very much involved into their worldly desires into fulfilling their worldly desires most of the time they are the slave of their chitravrittis their mental emotional psychological and behavioral patterns they are just a slave very for a very less time when uh, you know 
we can tell them to be conscious and if they are conscious at that time then some teaching can be given otherwise karma is the biggest guru for them karma will come with its consequences good karma will bear good consequences will bear good fruits in life bad karma will have bad fruits and bad consequences in life so karma is the biggest guru for them because they are so busy doing it so busy creating new karma one after the other and at max such people need help from what if i can go to this astrologer to fix something you know and uh, they look for fixes and uh, they look for amendments they look for fixes they look for improvements in life through external means means some astrologer can tell them something some local pandit can tell them okay go for this ritual that puja or some older grandparents in the house can tell them okay if you do this this may benefit you in this way or that way so they are looking for benefits through external means and if these people can somehow access the spiritual gurus still what are they going to ask for they are only going to ask for desires or the things external things that can make their life comfortable okay livable or comfortable so those who are suffering from different kinds of diseases or those who are suffering mentally emotionally they may go to all kinds of gurus or people so there are gurus in the world and gurus never mind catering to this this level of consciousness this level of people but only so much can be done with them right you cannot make them start on their spiritual journey no way you cannot convince them that if you start removing the chitta vrittis or if you start taking 100% responsibility of life or if you start living in this spiritual way or that way then sooner or later there will be a lot of improvement in your life in your conditions the external condition in your life will change all that kind of wisdom is not going to be grasped by these people they are too busy riding that hamster wheel and there is nothing wrong about it lot of kids you cannot say that those who are studying in kindergarten are that it's something wrong with them no it's not okay the we allow just like different levels of education are there different level of age and iq people are there in different kind of educational fields and levels exactly in the same way if when people are a lot of atmas a lot of souls have been born just to you know just to get things done through their karma and that is all that they are going to understand at this point of time so which is fine you can not all the lemons are going to be ripe on the lemon tree the same day okay they will take time lifetimes after lifetimes they will improve themselves and they will be ultimately where a lot of you know serious spiritual yogis are or enlightened beings are so everybody is going there it's just that in this lifetime that's their level and that's their level of consciousness now another level that this this level of uh, stuff it can be a little bit raised if we try to figure out okay let's find out the 
little bit of different people in them at least the people to whom we do not have to convince about that walking your spiritual journey is the ultimate uh, way of living your life or designing your destiny or creating your own destiny or you know getting rid of all the suffering that you have got in life and ultimately becoming a blissful person joyful person so that kind of pe- those kind of people start walking their spiritual journey they start at least start following yama niyama asana pranayama they are the beginner people they are the starting people so a lot of gurus exist those help people those who help people start on their spiritual journey and because this is their first lifetime starting with any kind of spiritual practice it takes a lot of time okay initially you see so many just to be able to graduate in english literature or hindi literature or any language for that matter you see so we have to study the language for at least 8 to 12 years before we can write a book into it or before we can really read complex material complex comprehension uh, kind of a material so it takes that much time so exactly in the same way those who are beginning on their path their life is full of hurdles their spiritual journey is full of hurdles it's like you know you, you even for the music as well just to learn the first note it may take you 5 6 years to be able to train your listening train your ears for being able to listen to a particular note in any and every kind of a musical instrument may take that much time right toning tuning and toning your ears your your listening the pitch in your ears so you see initial time period is always very difficult and it's a longer time duration yet a lot of gurus exist to um, help people at least start on their spiritual journey at least start living consciously so that they do not create bad karma for themselves if somebody is not creating bad karma for themselves that means there is a social socially the conditions are good in any country area or place or a society so at least some livable conditions are good for other people as well right so lot of people are able to start on their spiritual journey and different kind of gurus exist Uh, to cater to this level but in this level a lot of mixture happens for people those who now on the name of yoga are building their body or their goal is well being or their goal is just whatever so at this stage when somebody is beginning their spiritual journey goal actually does not matter for the time being it's all like when you are in a kindergarten or when you are studying in a nursery or you are going to a play school what you are going to be in future whether you will be a doctor or a scientist it really does not matter why you have to learn all the basics no matter what and basic level of math basic level of uh, um, english or hindi or languages basic level of science everything will take at least 8 to 10 years so there is no point in creating a very hefty goals for yourself and goals actually do not matter it's all about okay this is the prescribed practice for you and let you do it so a lot of people here are playing now because it's it is easier a lot of you can say 
on the name of gurus people those who cheat or those who they they also belong to this level of consciousness right that they can fool you for anything and this is this yoga and that yoga and this is this or this is that and a lot of often people get uh, you know tricked by uh, on the trick on the name of bhakti they are tricked on the name of uh, yoga or guru or initiations or anything but all that happens only at this level and because the gurus have also come from this this, this level only right the gurus who are catering to these two levels of people these two levels of spiritual enthusiasts or the worldly people they come from the world they are walking their spiritual journey also those gurus those teachers are also walking their spiritual journey so when their journey is not complete then that means they still have mental emotional psychological pattern they still have the ego which is going to come out from time to time okay and uh, if greed comes out then they may end up taking a lot of money from you if fear comes out and they get, they feel fearful what if i am not able to earn tomorrow how about i am a lot today itself so that can happen any kind of psychological pattern any kind of chitvritti can come out and they can play by that similarly how all the people are doing now let's talk about another level where people get serious enough very serious enough in walking their spiritual journey okay and that is happening that happens because of two reasons in this lifetime if somebody gets very serious enough then it is happening because of two reasons one reason is that they had a spiritual experience very sincere very serious spiritual experience okay and it could be samadhi of few moments it could be meeting the um, god or the creator for few moments or it could be and uh, extensive level of uh, you know whatever spiritual experiences of energy that they can have from through their etheric body so you know the spiritual experiences sudden spiritual experiences is one reason where somebody becomes very serious in walking their spiritual journey another reason is extend extensive suffering a lot of suffering happens to somebody in this lifetime whatever karma either it's their karma that they have done uh in the previous lifetime because of which they are suffering or somebody created a good karma but if somebody else gave them a karma then they should be able to move from it if they get into uh you know serious suffering and everything but if it comes to the body physical body or if it comes very seriously to the mind then at some level dispassion happens dispassion means vairagya so a lot of people realize that you know no matter what i gather no matter how much good of a job i have there is still something within me which is empty so they feel that burden of emptiness within and that is when they start searching answers so suffering and dispassion suffering leads to dispassion okay consciously suffering when you realize that there is no gain 
there is this is not the way to live life and dispassion happens as a result vairagya happens as a result from the world from the sansara from the worldly people from everything external and that's when they turn inward and they start walking their spiritual journey okay so to these people those who had intense vairagya or intense dispassion or those who had sudden spiritual experiences to such a people these kind of people require an enlightened being an enlightened guru or a self realized guru is required to cater or to understand or to lead them into a proper direction to these two kind of people those who have come become vairagi those who have become dispassionate and those who have had spiritual sudden spiritual experience while they were living their life and they were fine and some small thing happened or some heartbreak happened or something happened and due to that they ended up having a spiritual experience or some out of near near death experience you can call it or some something that tells them you are not this body okay and there is more to creation more to reality and more to everything that exists and it's life and everything it's not just about me my body my thoughts my mind and my identity is nothing like that okay so now those who have become vairagi they they are good they, they are the best candidates actually for to be taught by enlightened or self realized gurus they are the best candidate why they have understood the entire maya matrix <laughs> so they are not very 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 rarely such people have a downfall why because having vairagya or the dispassion is actually a requirement main requirement to be a yogi to be a disciple to be a student that's the first requirement and the most important requirement to be taught by to become a disciple to be taught by an enlightened being or a spiritual or a self realized guru the main requirement is to become a, to be a vairagi to be a dispassionate person okay that is the thing so these are the best best category people now these can go these kind of students can either take official renunciation that we call sanyasa and uh, they can join some ashram or some monastery and uh, i have i think i created a separate video about explaining about taking official renunciation and how it's easier to do it in india rather than doing it in america because then it becomes sort of a contemporary sanyasa and not so much traditional one and uh, it really ultimately it matters for your growth spiritual growth you're trying to evolve quickly let things be traditional because they have been proven it's a proven science since last 5 6000 years so we do not have to change a whole lot in that and we can use a traditional mode of having sanyasa so if somebody becomes an official renunciate or a sanyasi then they have their own gurus sanyasis are not taught by traditionally sanyasis are not taught or handled by the 
enlightened gurus or the self-realized gurus, those who have come themselves from the world or from the sansara. <coughs> and not every, every vairagi is going to take a sannyasa either. So, lot of those vairagis, those who will still live in the world, still may have children, still may have a wife or a husband or a spouse and may have a corporate job or whatever. But within their heart, they are already a yogi, they are already a sannyasi, they are already a vairagi. So, they don't go to that side of taking official renunciation. Not everybody needs to do that. So a lot of them, major percentage of them, do not take sannyasa because when you turn into a vairagi, when you are a dispassionate person, how does it matter where your body is? How does that matter? Whether you wear a particular kind of a uniform or you still live in live in the world and play, play by the rules of the world and live the mundane life, yet walk your spiritual journey within. The requirement for spiritual journey or the spiritual evolution is vairagya, is dispassion. It's not sannyasa, not renunciation. A vairagi or a dispassionate person is a renunciate within. He may own the entire world, nothing will own him or her. Then it's a big difference. While a lot of sannyasis or the official renunciates may yet have a vairagya or may not have a vairagya. So it will take them some time to cultivate the vairagya if they do not have it. Or if being a vairagi was not the reason for them to become a sannyasi in the first place, become an official renunciate in the first place. Okay, so it will take them some time. So this is what about vairagis. So a lot of vairagis come to uh, spiritual gurus are very happy to take the vairagis at any point of time and start teaching them, start leading them towards the right path. And somehow, where those who become really a vairagi from within, universe arranges them a teacher, a guru. They don't need to go fine and work very hard in, you know, digging out who, which guru should I go to, where should I go take this initiation, that initiation, no. Universe gives them everybody do, do everything that is required on that journey. That's the beauty of becoming dispassionate. That's the beauty of having vairagya within. That your external world changes. And you are given everything that is required for your journey. Everybody, uh, those who will be able to help you on your spiritual journey. Okay, So that is all about people, those who come to from that category. And then those vairagis, some are very serious vairagis. This is not their first lifetime being a vairagi. Like this was not the first lifetime me being a vairagi in this lifetime, right? So... They have already done a lot of spiritual practices in many since many lifetimes, and they have they are you can call them old souls or whatever, but they have a lot of life wisdom. They are born with all that. The level of consciousness that they have is already very expanded and higher. So those kind of people, uh, they go through spiritual experiences, right? They their level of consciousness will come back to the level where they left off. In their past lifetime, wherever this, their spiritual practices were left off and whatever amount of consciousness, whatever level of consciousness that they achieved, that is where 
they will be baselined again in this lifetime. So they are going to have a spiritual experiences. Now here comes a very interesting point that there are two kinds of people. Those who, who are going to have a spiritual experiences. If you and in order to understand this, if you have watched the Yoga Darshan application uh, series on my English channel, then there is a video that talks about uh, Siddhis, supernatural powers from the uh, Yoga Darshan. I, as it, it has been explained by uh, Maharshi Patanjali. So he explains like there are uh, two different paths of uh, attaining supernatural powers. First is called as the path of very hard spiritual practice. Okay. That is done in last so many years since this creation started. A lot of people wanted spirit, uh, supernatural powers for this reason, for that reason. And uh, they did very harsh tapas. Tapas means spiritual practice, very strict spiritual practice by standing on one leg and, you know, by doing this, by doing that or chanting God's name, chanting this mantra, that mantra. They just wanted to have spiritual, supernatural powers. This Siddhi, that Siddhi, Siddhi to, you know, be able to mix all the five elements. And then because these people, they have also had the um, darshan, you can say darshan or direct experience with the creator. Like, for example, if I tell you, Ravan, right, the Mahabharata, the, the, sorry, the Ramayana's character, the villain that we uh, read about, it was Ravan who actually uh, did thousands and thousands of years of uh, strict tapasya. And he called upon Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva came down uh, to give him a boon. He said, okay, I do not want to die. So you see, he's a Rakshas. He's an Asur. And he's doing that. Uh, serious mantra japas and practice and so much of harsh tapas he's doing very harsh spiritual spiritual practices very hard ones he's doing and when he's meeting god when he's meeting shiva what is he asking for that he doesn't want to die that right there shows the ignorance he's harboring that he realizes he's not, his he his body is who he is very much body-bound consciousness that he is asking to be immortal without realizing he already is. As an Atma, he already is immortal. But he thinks this body is him. So all his heads, ten heads are him. So he is asking for the immortality that nobody should be able to kill and he doesn't want to die. So fear of death, right? Fear of death and uh, fear of uh, dying and getting harmed from the body and the ignorance that I will not exist if this body is killed or if this body is gone, then I will not exist. So you see that kind of boon he is asking upon meeting Shiva. 
सो भगवान और परमात्मा और ब्रह्म ऑल परमात्मा शिवा ब्रह्मा विष्णु ऑल काइंड ऑफ देवीज देवताज शक्तिज विल गिव दर्शन विल गिव अ डायरेक्ट एक्सपीरियंस नॉट जस्ट टू योगीज एंड तपस्वीज दोज हु आर गोइंग टूवर्ड्स द पाथ ऑफ अल्टीमेट फ्रीडम और मुक्ति और मोक्षा दे विल गिव दर्शन इवन टू द राक्षस और द असुरास और to any kind of being in this cosmos and having any kind of body or as we call them type of body type of yoni so devi devta raksh parmatma brahm god shiva bin brahma vishnu mahesh different kinds of guru this that everybody will appear due to the serious spiritual practice that one is doing they will give darshan to them so it's not just for the you know not just for the yogis and sanyasis it's also for the people those who are doing a lot of tapasya for the siddhis and supernatural powers or to ask some other desire to get some boon that they have in their mind so to get all that people will do lots of tapasya now when i said in this lifetime a uh, lot of people will go through spiritual experiences and if they ever had any kind of supernatural power or if they ever did any kind of tapasya uh, to get that spiritual power, supernatural power they will be baseline again to that same level of consciousness so a lot of people but there's a big difference that i'm going to explain you that mm. such people a lot of such people will actually once they get to that level of consciousness they will fell very quickly by fell falling i mean that they will start the drama in the sansara in the world in a much more crazy way now why they reach to that level of consciousness which looks like where they had samadhi experience yes all the small small momentary sayam samadhis that patanjali explains are because of intense dharana intense one pointed focus on anything in this cosmos any devi devta shakti uh, sun moon or galaxy or stars or anything that you want to okay so those kind of small small samadhis can be attained and achieved and you can have the experience of parmatma and it will give going to give you because if any shakti any devi devata shakti parmatma god brahm when they give you the darshan when they give you the direct experience of their presence it is going to result into a lot of bliss so a lot of ananda will happen okay but there was another way of attaining siddhis as patanjali explains in the yoga darshan and that siddhis those siddhis are called as dhyan janya siddhi siddhis because of meditating siddhis because of walking your spiritual journeys 
Siddhis, because you were walking your spiritual journey seriously, so you removed your fears, you removed your ignorance, you removed your attachments, your raga, dvesha, the aversions, and you removed all your identities. And while doing all that, that is when you start having Siddhis. Now, we were talking about another level or category of students, remember? Where I said that one, one, one was Vairagi, the dispassionate kind of people and another one, those who can be taught by uh, enlightened beings or, or by the uh, self-realized gurus, right? So another one was the spiritual experience, spiritually experienced kind of people where sudden spiritual experience had happened. But we divided the sudden spiritual experience kind of people into two categories. One those who have reached that level of consciousness because of the harsh tapasya, intense dharana or sayam kind of samadhi. Not because they wanted to walk their spiritual journey and do chittavritti nirodha. Now those people, those who get there due to attaining supernatural power, doing tapasya, a lot of people have done a lot of tapasya in their past lifetimes just to have supernatural power, just to have darshan of this God, this Shakti, that that Shakti, to get this boon, that boon. A lot of people have done tapasya. So that means they reach there only on the basis of their dharana. They still do not, they are not dhyanis. They may get into a sayam kind of samadhi, but there, no, there does not exist the level of purity that is required to become a dhyani, to become a meditator, to attain samadhi through meditation. That is, that does not, that requires a certain level of purity. That requires removal of fear, abhinivesha, resistance to change. That requires removal of raga and dvesha, attachments and aversion. That requires removing your asmitas, the identities, to an extent possible. So such a person, those who reach, those who in this lifetime, there are very few people. Those who reached the level of consciousness or the spiritual experience that they had due to their previous lifetime tapasya, then that previous lifetime tapasya, they were actually, it was actually a dhyana janna tapasya. It was a meditative path. They were doing the chittavritti nirodha. That Patanjali explains. They were not doing the tapasya for meeting different kinds of God or Paramatma or to attain this boon, that boon, this Shakti, that Shakti, this supernatural power or that supernatural powers. So that is a major difference between these two kind of people. Now, uh, spiritual gurus or the, uh, what do you call, enlightened beings or uh, the self-realized being is very easy for them to see. A lot of people, let me give, give you my example, okay? So, a lot of people come to me, those who have had spiritual experience where they had lit samadhi, a small samadhi here and there, and then they uh, experienced a lot of ananda, bliss afterwards. But then, that's it. Very soon, they fell from that place. Because in the first place, they did not reach that level of consciousness organically by improving upon themselves. They reached that place because it was their desire to fulfill some other intention, some other wish that they had. So that means they still have the fear 
of losing the body, of losing anything else, losing the wealth, they are still full of all lower chitvrittis, all the five bad chitvrittis. They are still full of that. So that means such spiritually experienced people are going to come back down to the level one where you see the sansari people are there. The difference between them, those who have those who have come down because of their spiritual practice or spiritual experience, yet they came down to the level of the worldly people. The difference between normal, innocent, worldly people and these people is that they, these people, those who have come down after attaining a siddhi, they have a lot of spiritual ego that you can call. It's very clearly visible. Oh, I met Paramatma. Yes, Paramatma or God will meet any Rakshas too. What's such a great deal about it? Until you have met Paramatma by purifying yourself, by removing the chittavrittis from, from your existence, by purifying your entire existence, until you have reached that place, you are not going to be able to stay at that level of consciousness. You will fall down real bad. Paramatma, all the Devi Devtas, Shaktis, every, they will give darshan to Rakshas. Asur, Nagalok people, this, that, anybody, any being. They don't differentiate. But it was there when they were giving you darshan, what were you asking for? Did you ask for moksha? Did you ask for mukti? What did you ask for? You were fearful. So your desires, your, your boon that you wanted to ask for, your supernatural power that you wanted to ask for is going to be something very childish, very foolish. That does not work. It didn't work for Ravan. It didn't work for anybody. If you pick up the history. And that's the reason the ultimate goal that Patanjali Maharshi Patanjali describes in Yoga Darshan application, ultimate goal of walking the spiritual journey is not meeting Paramatma. He could have written that, but he did not. Right? Chitvritti Nirodha is the ultimate goal. That is what he ends up explaining. That is what the whole yoga darshan is about. It's not about meeting Paramatma just because you wanted some boon or some supernatural power. Or you had some crazy intention in your head because of your ignorance and you wanted to fulfill it. So, so a lot of such people, those who have had spiritual experiences, they have a lot of ego in them, lot of fear in them, lot of raga, very, very strong moha and raga with the body. They wanted supernatural powers because they somewhere they felt this entire universe is not such a safe place. Right? Instead of improving upon their karma, instead of increasing the level of uh, buddhi, intellect that they have got, in, instead of purifying the intellect, instead of raising sattva in them, they ended up asking for a very fearful boon or the supernatural power that is fear, fueled by the fear. So your intentions, your desires are fueled by raga, dvesha, moha or you can say uh, vengeance or you can say krodha or because of the fears that you have got. So such people will fail. They are of no use. If they truly want to stand and stay at that level of consciousness, then they have to come, come back or organically. <laughs> They cannot think this was the shortcut. <laughs> no, nothing, no shortcut has happened. 
okay there is no shortcut to spiritual journey walking your spiritual journey there is no shortcut to raising your level of expanding your level of consciousness there is no shortcut to purify your intellect and have sattva in it okay so such people waste a lot of time those who are going to fell down ultimately or have attained that uh, had that spiritual experience because of their harsh spiritual practice or you can say some worldly desire or fear driven or some sort of uh, attachment or aversion driven vengeance driven kind of uh, spiritual practice you know that was the purpose intention behind doing it so such people waste a lot of time and uh, it's very hard to explain them that you have done tapasya and it's not a big deal but you did it for a wrong reason now if you really want to stay at that level but it's hard it's hard because they are they are not conscious all the time at all they are they are like those worldly people those who are not conscious at all and uh, rarely when they are you can explain them what is good for you or why a spiritual journey is good for you or you need to walk that or you can do some sort of intellectual reasoning with them that can only be done when they are conscious otherwise they are not conscious and they they just waste time so a lot of people those who have spiritual experience they just think of themselves as very special very special people very chosen kind of a people and it's happening around the world and such people waste a lot of time for all the all this enlightened beings and gurus they they it's easier to deal with somebody who is at the level of uh, you know who knows they are ignorant okay and then do, do, don't they don't know anything about it and it's the vairagya has this fashion has happened to them and they are able to walk their spiritual journey it's easier to give them dikshas and help them follow the spiritual path but to these people those who have had a spiritual experience and yet they are down at the level of worldly people they are the worst people to deal with it's not going to feel nice it's, i know it doesn't sound very nice but that's the reality you cannot explain them anything that's full of gyana that's full of wisdom you cannot explain them it's easier to explain them the other worldly people but here it's a very different thing so then spiritual gurus those who are enlightened beings who are self realized being they they have so much of so many people at that level third level that we talked about where there is that there is a level of vairagi only those who are vairagis will stay with the guru for their lifetime and many lifetimes to come if vairagya has happened and you have got a guru that's it you are done your search for guru ends right there whatever you will learn will have to come from the guru from time to time when you are ready the wisdom will appear when you are ready initiation will appear when you your guru will tell you it's like you and guru are bonded together some somehow some chain some golden bond starts existing between the guru and the vairagi and they are the two true disciples actually and they are the disciples for lifetime they do not need any other guru whatever they need from the universe it will be provided whatever they need in terms of walking their spiritual journey everything will be given to them and if the vairagi in the or the dispassion is the truth within you guru finds you you do not find the guru 
So who is in search of the gurus? Those who have had spiritual experiences, yet it was because of some other desire and not because of walking the spiritual journey properly, removing or purifying yourself, no. So those kind of people look for gurus, they do guru shopping and worldly people or people, those who are going by different kinds of th theories and lineages, they will say, okay, this theory <clears throat> I like. Some people still stay very distracted by the fact that, okay, I, I, am, I am bhakti person, I need bhakti guru. I am gyan person and I need gyan guru. <laughs> I am a yoga, Kriya yoga person, so I need Kriya yoga guru. No, you don't need help there. <laughs> it's just that ultimately all techniques, all spiritual practices will lead you to, will, will trying, we are trying hard to put you into the surrender. Okay, not surrender to somebody, not to the guru, not to the God, nobody. Just the surrender, complete surrender to your own journey. It's your own commitment. The surrender to yourself, nobody else. Okay, surrender, surrender again, it's not a very good word, but that is the only word available in English. The correct Hindi word is Samarpan. So we are trying to put you in Samarpan. Okay, or you can say uh, surrender. But that is, that happens only, only because of true devotion, Bhakti. But Bhakti is not complete until unless you have the Sampurna Gyan or wisdom. So wisdom completes the Bhakti. Bhakti completes the surrender. Or you can say Sattva in the intellect or Buddhi. Or you can say Sattva, increased amount of Sattva in your existence will lead to pure wisdom. Or will lead to wisdom. Wisdom will lead to Bhakti. True devotion. And bhakti or true devotion will lead you to samarpan. And that samarpan, that surrender will lead you to samadhi. Enlightenment, self-realization. This is the chain. This is the path. That is how it works. Okay. So self-realized gurus are required or enlightened beings are required to Vairagis for Vairagis, those who are first time developing the Vairagi in this lifetime and they are also required by the, uh, what do you call that, uh, people, those who have had genuine spiritual experiences because of the past life spiritual journey that they were walking, genuine spiritual journey uh, for removing and purifying themselves. So th those kind of people require, but uh, there are very few enlightened beings, very few self-realized beings. But uh, not to say that it doesn't work by that kind of statistics. <laughs> There's no mathematical calculation as to when people try to think of, okay, how many doctors should be there, right? Per, per population, per, for the population like per capita, the kind of a thing, how many doctors are required, how many engineers are required. We cannot make that kind of a calculation for gurus, spiritual gurus. Why? Because only very few genuine ones exist in this lifetime, in my lifetime. Okay, I can say for next 30 years, very few serious ones exist. And universes make sure, universe always makes sure that those genuine ones get the Guru, no matter what. 
or if they do not need the guru then that's because their own guru chakra has flowered within their own sat pragya has become the ritambara pragya so they do not do not need any external guru they can walk their journey on the basis of their previous gurus whatever gyan or shakti was provided to them they can walk their journey accordingly or they can get the whatever is required rest of the remaining knowledge or remaining wisdom everything will be provided to them by the universe so they they do not need the guru at all in this lifetime a lot of self realized beings exist those who didn't have any human guru in this lifetime because they themselves were holding that much of purity within where gyans happens to them directly so that's the thing so now it's about who can be a guru who cannot be a guru again anybody can be a guru in theory but who can be a guru for whom that's the question that's the thing to understand not everybody can be a guru for every anybody and everybody those who cannot lead people to samadhi or you can say self realized being or enlightened beings are those phd scientists who can lead phd scholars and at the level of uh, kindergarten or um, you know fifth grade teaching or seventh grade teaching lot of people can actually serve that that role lot of people can fulfill that requirement right a lot of people can be so a guru can be a male or a female or just in any kind of a body may exist may not exist it's all about wh- what level of a student you are what level of disciple you are that kind of a guru you are 100% getting <laughs> no do not doubt that <laughs> whichever level you are in your spiritual journey you are getting a that kind of a guru so i hope this helps you understand who can or cannot be a guru and who can or cannot be a disciple or a student in the first place and what kind of a student or disciple one is so hope this explains namaste jai shivai Oh